Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's whole press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. Hello, Fat Mascara fam. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. We are here to give you beauty news. Beauty news and a very exciting interview. Yeah. But first, let's talk about what we're going to talk about this episode. First, Pantone just announced their color of the year. And unlike last year, there's just one. Was it last year the two? I think it was I the year before. So. We're going to talk about it. Okay, well, either way, it's like one of my favorite times of the year on the Beauty Cow. Then we're going to talk about glass skin. What is it? And last, how to share the love beauty style this holiday season. Give a little. 
Ooh, that was just zesty. I like the way you say that. Thanks. Our interview is with Sylvie Shantakai. I don't even have to tell you what brand she's from because her freaking name is the brand. Chic, chic, chic. Chic, chic, chic. So we're going to learn all about Shantakai cosmetics and skincare and all that good stuff. Let's get into it. The most wonderful time of the year. Pantone, Pantone, Pantone. It is the most wonderful time of the year. It is when Pantone drops their color of the year. Now, I don't know if you heard this, but our producer, Belle, said, wait, what is Pantone in that voice? That's, uh, n- that's not Belle's voice sorry. at all. Sorry, Belle. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's definitely going to do something weird to like but my we should segments. Tell, we, we should tell people <laughs> what Pantone is. With my voice. Okay, so Pantone, I'm just going to give it in layman's terms. This is not Pantone's about us section. There are the people who make like, they don't make the paint chips. <laughs> no. They like, they're like a reference for all. The, it started with printing just so you could get the right red across multiple print channels, across the web, standardization. whatever. Standardization. Yes. Stan- color color standard- standardization. So it's like we're all talking th- about the same red, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and every year they tell you what the color of the year is going to be. And it, it's, it's really a prediction. And there's so much weight behind it. It is really kind of like setting the tone for the oh, culture for and the, the culture. Mood. Yeah. It's like a it's it's a barometer. So um, you know, I really should know this. I think it was two years ago that it was um the kind of I don't remember their fancy like J. Crew names, but there was like a baby <laughs> blue and a baby pink. Yeah. And there were two of them. And people were really like, you know, freaking out because there were two. But hello, that's when the whole gender fluidity conversation really hit the mainstream. Yeah. That's like when like your aunt, like, you and know, Gladys, like started understanding. Or Uncle Gladys. What, or, or Uncle, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. started talking about that. So this is really um, a big conversation starter and also a reflection of the culture. So Jess, what is the Pantone 2018 color of the year? Drumroll, ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. Yes. Now, I have so many thoughts on this, but Describe Jen, what kind oh, yeah, of sorry. violet. It's not super purple. Um, get your Google machines out if you really want to see. This is where um, the podcast medium It's like a clear kind of violet. Us. Not like a deep royal purple, not a lavender. It's just like yeah. violet. It's, it's this really, it's, a, it's, it's not too dark. Not too, it's not lilac by any means. What it's, do you think? Are you into it? It's like, you know what? It's, it reminds me of like the beautiful purple in the summer of right before it goes really dark. The sky. That was so romantic. Thank you. Well, I, I do love um, like the sky at that time in the summer. Um, it's really gorgeous. Um, a, it's a blue-based purple. It's Pantone 18-3838, if you want to <laughs> pop that in. It's a blue-based purple. I um, like that they said that they were sort of inspired by music. And you know Prince played into this, I'm sure. Prince... And- Jimmy, David Bowie. Jimi Hendrix, they, they mentioned when mm-hmm. they were giving. They give like a mood board to go along with yeah. it. Now, I don't know, though, how, where, how this plays into the beauty world. Where do you see this color well, popping up? Well, first, wait, can I hit you with a quote from Latris Eisman? Oh, yeah, their color yeah. Um, trend expert. She's sure. the executive director of the Pantone Color Institute. That This is really epic. She says, we are living in a time that requires inventiveness and imagination. 
it is kind of a creative, it is this kind of creative inspiration that is indigenous to Pantone 183830 Ultraviolet, a blue based purple that takes our awareness and potential to a higher level. Ooh, it got a little spiritual. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're talking about spirituality. That's a nice segue to the whole beauty thing. Um, There's obviously a lot more than the beauty thing here, but like, don't you feel like there's a lot of spirituality just even in pop culture right now? Completely. I'm working on a story about spiritual skincare. I can't tell you how many products have had crystals in them that mm-hmm. come packaged with crystals. Palo Santo, everybody's burning. Mm-hmm. Um, they're vibrating and meditating. You talked about crystal treatments, like crystal massages. Yeah. It um, has like a 60s feel to it. And purple, I guess, if you think the Jimi Hendrix vibes, does have a little bit of that kind of counterculture feel to it. Absolutely. And there's still the um, kind of the gentleness and the curiosity that surrounds purple. It's not aggressive, but it's still strong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I think it's great. You know, like normally I want to like do a little bit of an eye roll with stuff like this, but not at all this year. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting soft. The other (laughs) thing is, you know, um, look at all the makeup trends that we've seen. Unicorn makeup. Yeah, there's purple plays into that for Um, sure. And like the holographic, like if even if it's mm -hmm. a white luminescence, there's that lavendery purple, almost ultraviolet quality to it. Completely. We did a story. I'm feeling a little proud of myself. We did a story in Teen Vogue called Purple Rain, which was all about purple. You calling the trends before they happen on the cutting edge of beauty. God, guys, just call me. Uh, Me and Leatris. So I'm going to be torn, though, because do I want to be cool and with it and be Gen Z yellow, or do I want to be Pantone ultraviolet in 2018? I think there's I look better room in purple. For, I think there's room for both. No, nope, I look better in purple. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody I think looks most, good people, most people <laughs> look better in purple. I think maybe but, both of them were on the on the drawing board. Yeah, guys, get ready though, because you're about your Sephora is about to become exploding with all sorts of ultraviolet things. And Pantone themselves do collabs. I think it's with Butter London this year. They're doing a polish in the shade too. So we'll link to that on the blog. Um, but get ready to go ultraviolet it's in twenty like twilight. Yeah. Okay, Jess, if you remember back to our interview with Alicia Yoon, of Peach and Lily. She dropped a term on us. At the time, I wasn't really sure what she was talking about. She said, oh, you know how you want that glass skin. And I looked it up later and I was like, what? What is this? This isn't a thing. Since then, glass skin is definitely a thing. Allure wrote about it. All the other beauty blogs are writing about it. Um, It's a term. I don't know the Korean words for it, so I'm not even going to attempt Korean right now. All I know how to say in Korean is yoseo, and that's how you answer the phone. But other than that, it basically means you want skin that has an almost translucent, so smooth that it, it's like glass. It's probably pretty firm, too. Oh, yeah. It's like a shard glass of glass. Glass is hard. I want glass skin, A. B, I don't because that's freaking unattainable. It's, it's probably clear, too, right? Like, yeah, you're, you're invisible. Is everybody going to see my blood flowing through glass, my face? Glass skin. I kind of know what it means. It probably has like a beautiful a beautiful shine to it, like a Windex shine. It's not, it's not matte. There better not be a pore. There's no pores in glass. It's the opposite of a satin finish. How? How? 
Because glass, a glass skin, if I'm putting this in cosmetic terms, yeah. would have a, like almost a shine, like a highlight, you know? Yes. Like reflectiveness, reflectiveness. When I want a satin finish for my foundation... It's softer. It's a, it's a velvet. You could just like melt into it. Okay, so I'm not... It sounds super unattainable, and that part of it I don't like, but what I do like is all throughout 2017, everybody was putting out full coverage mattifying foundations left and right. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the Instagram-iness of it all. Yeah. I just saw a lot of like, you know, that it, it went along with the matte lip trend and everybody had this like chalkiness to yeah, them yeah, yeah. and beiginess to them. Even if you were dark brown colored or pear, pale white colored, it just felt very... Chalk. Chalky. I can't describe it any other way. And Sidewalk I think, chalk. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this is a, you know how like we swing, we beauty industry, everybody goes this way, and then we go back this way. So I've been trying to do the glass skin thing. I did notice you look glassy when you walked in. Are my eyes glassy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just Purple haze. around. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, but the thing is, in Korea, it comes from skincare, right? So you're using glycolic acids to like tighten up the skin so your pores look teeny oh tiny, God. all that. I ain't got time. This is a full time job. I yeah. ain't got time for that. So my little trick that I've been doing is instead of doing a full coverage foundation, I'll do like a tinted moisturizer, and I've been putting in um, glow cream from Airborean, that Korean brand. Oh, you like them? I do. You've I don't know them if it's, a couple of times. I feel like if it's Korean and that, like, then they definitely know what they're talking about with the glass skin. Um, but it's not a mica shimmer thing. It's a, this is you're gonna. I'm such a beauty editor right now. It's a glotion, if you will. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that word since, like, 2015. <laughs> oh, I thought I just made that up. No. No, I've heard about galotions. Oh, oh, please. Galotions. <laughs> so three I've years about, ago. I've galotions for Cosmo. <laughs> like, it was, like, year, year in beauty. Best like you've beauty. even said you want skin to look like skin lately because you've been sick of all this mattifying. So what do you yeah. do when you need the little extra glow? Um, well, I mean, you know, I, I just use, like, a, like a luminizing powder I use powder feels the antithesis of this well I like that I don't know I just hit hit the tops of my cheekbones I I feel like I'm gonna get hit if I say what I use because you know it's gonna be Charlotte Tilbury what is it okay I use the Charlotte Tilbury film star bronze and glow Mm -hmm. I've also been using her highlighting wand which is not a powder it's a this amazing liquid that's in this with the sponge tip that is awesome and that actually stays for a while it's Awesome, and that doesn't feel strobey because that's different from glass skin. Well, it's a bit more of a highlighter. Yeah, it's. Okay. it's I don't know if it's glass skin, but you asked me what I use when I want to glow. Okay, all right. So, and then the other product that I use when I want glass skin is that Ciate Dewy Sticks. I fantastic product. Yes, I don't know if we raised a wand to it or what, but I We've keep talked going. about it. Before. Yeah, I keep going back to it. Um, yeah, I don't want to be invisible. I don't want to have transparent skin. I just think a lot of these these trends are like pretty unattainable. Yeah, but I just I just want to look glowy and fabulous. Is that too much to ask? It's not. You Try know? these products we just mentioned. Yeah, don't go around calling it glass skin. Yeah, just just, just a, say, a little bronzer. You just say fat mascara wants me to be glowy. <laughs> glowy, fabulous, done. Good night. Guys, it's time for um, a little Christmas tale. Ooh. Okay. It Sit start- down around the fireplace. <laughs> it starts off in Chelsea. There I was. <laughs> basing- <laughs> I'm a horrible storyteller. I also <laughs> should have written this down. Basically, um, I was faced with an impossible task, and the task was to move the contents of my 
absolutely packed to the gills apartment to another apartment across town. <laughs> there was this tremendous nine foot like armoire, wall unit, wardrobe, whatever the hell we want to call it. And I realized that the entire thing was packed with beauty products. Is it really? Was it really? Yeah, it sounds it sounds like Christmas, right? It's it was it was unbelievable, unused products, name brands that like would make, you know, a girl cry. It was unbelievable. Now <laughs> Where's the, Chris Kringle coming? The, the little prince said, "You're not bringing all of that to the new apartment, are you?" Is the and little I, prince Jeff yes. your fiance? Yes. And I said, "Oh no, 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 I'm not." <laughs> so I had about 24 hours to find a, pl- a home for all these products. That's where the shoebox project came in. Wait, what did you do? Tell me in your regular voice. Okay. All right. Back to the regular voice because I can't keep that up and that was ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the Shoebox Project, the New York City Shoebox Project, collects and distributes gifts in the form of shoeboxes to women who are homeless or at risk of homelessness in New York City. So they're one of the very few charitable drives that focus on women during the holiday season. But the, what if you used a little bit of the product? This is really for new products. Oh, you so, had a lot of new products. Yes, guys. Okay. okay. And this is for, you know, I guess I realize I'm in a very particular situation because of the job that I'm in. But sometimes people get, if you've ever bought something, you realize you don't want it or you get a gift with purchase. I mean, even before this, sometimes I'd have like, you know, you get a, you get a BOGO, like a two mm-hmm. for one, mm-hmm. and then it just sits there. Um and the boxes that they make are amazing. I met the founder or the, the the woman who runs the New York City chapter. These boxes are filled with $50 of luxury items and a personalized letter to the woman who's going to be getting the gift. <laughs> and this Christmas, they're filled with Jess Matlin's cast-offs. <laughs> <laughs> but they're actually incredible ca- you, cast-offs. But you know what? I have something to add to this. Tell us. If you have gently used products, actually, you oh, can yeah, even, us. at this time of year or any time of year, donate. Um I was interviewing Lucy Hale last week. Oh, she's gorgeous. So gorgeous. Her eyes are like as big as her face. It's like yeah. a little like just otherworldly kind mm-hmm. of. And she was saying um, she's, a, she's a beauty hoarder. She uses an Ikea three-tier system, three drawers. Oh, wow. We um, need to get into systems in another episode. We absolutely do. Uh, when she's only gently used, which I've done too where you get a lotion and yeah. you're like, I don't know if I love it. She, she's in L.A. Well, she's in Vancouver, but sometime in in LA, Downtown Women's Center, which is a homeless shelter there that will take your gently used toiletries. Definitely check before you go dropping off a whole bunch of like half used crusty Jergens yeah. lotions or whatever. But a lot of other places too, especially homeless women shelters, places where um, there's domestic abuse and women have to stay for a little while, yeah. will take your products. They will also take the plain stuff and the travel size stuff that you know you're hoarding from that hotel room. Like, when are you going to use Who that? do you think you are? You're not going to be using your little like bulgury green tea bubble bath teeny size meat size. How did you know that I had that? Did you really? I have so many. Bulgari has like the corner on like, you know, certain hotel chains and I always end up with this like green tea bubble bath. It was Starwood for a while. Is that what it was? And I saw it was Bulgari, so I took it. Of course. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, But yeah, so you can bring those as well, which is really nice. Imagine a woman's coming in for the holidays and she gets her own little toiletries. I mean, yeah, this is, this is, um, I was using my silly voice, but obviously like this is such a great way to give back and, you know, obviously like clear out some stuff that you're it's just sitting there it's not doing you any good go to shoeboxprojectusa.org slash nyc.html or you can go to our website and we'll have all the information there too it's a really fun way to get involved and um, it's just a great organization 
Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's whole press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. know if the invitations have started coming in for you, but we're about to enter what I like to call, what kind of underpinnings should I wear to your wedding season? That's right. We probably all have some cute new dresses for weddings and events coming up this spring, and I'll tell you what needs to go under them. Honey love. I am not about to squeeze my way through another person's wedding in uncomfortable shapewear that rolls up. I got the Honey Love Super Power Short. Full disclosure, I also wore it on New Year's Eve because I had on sequins and I wanted everything to lay smooth. And that's what Honey Love does. The Super Power Shorts have targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts without squeezing your curves, and you won't have to worry about the waist rolling down thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. The Honey Love Super Power Short also gives your butt a nice lift. The shorts have these built-in boost bands that give everything a subtle, comfortable, let's just say boost. We're not talking unbelievable plastic surgery levels of butt lifting, just a little zhuzh. And as you know, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras. How many times have Jess and I talked about the bras? They also have tanks, leggings, everything you need for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara. Move with confidence thanks to Honeylove. Guys, I have to admit it. I like a little bit of luxury, but I don't want to just buy one luxurious item. I want to buy several things. And that's where Quince comes in. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach so I can buy a couple of things. Yeah, you don't like a little bit of luxury. You like a lot of bit of luxury. Okay, it is what... a lot. I guess I, you're right, you're right. Load up your cart though. At Quince, it's totally fine. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk. They partner direct with top factories so they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings along to you and us. 
and me. For example, I mean, how many things have I bought from Quince? My latest acquisition is the European linen sheet set. I wanted to jump on that whole linen sheet trend. I want to just feel like Cleopatra. And they have so many great colors. It's breathable, feels luxurious, but doesn't cost luxury prices. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fat mascara. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fat mascara. So we're here with the chicest cosmetic creator ever, basically, Sylvie Chantecai, who started a beauty company with Diane von Furstenberg in the 70s. She went on to create prescriptives and eventually her own line, Chantecai. How's my pronunciation? Very good, very good. I know. Our French isn't great here at Fat Mascara. Chantecai. Chantecai. Very lovely, very lovely. (laughs) Actually, that's a good question. What... I mean, that's your name, right? Like, It's what my does, husband's name. What does I was a good wife and I took it on. It took me a while, but then I took it on. And You have to know that I laughed at his face about his name and hang up on him when he first called me. Yeah. yeah. And then I got married with him 45 years later. You guys have him. been married 45 yes. years. Yes, in our diapers when we got married. In your diapers? <laughs> right, because she's very young, yes. <laughs> Not that young, but... No. <laughs> Um, quite, a, quite a while. Well, it's a beautiful name. I'm sorry if we, we butcher it. We'll try you not to. It okay, all. good, good, good. So tell me, your beauty is in your blood pretty much. When yeah. when did you first learn about beauty and who taught okay. you? When I was 15, maybe 14, my mother took me for a facial to her facialist. And she asked my mother if she could put a little bit of makeup on me. And my mother said, well, I guess if it's very little, you know, sort of thing. And she put some time. And then I was, I was lying down. And on the bed, you know, for facial. And then I got up and I looked at myself and said, oh, my God, that stuff rocks. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is genius. How do you say that in French? That stuff rocks. <laughs> yeah. C'est génial. <laughs> génial, yeah. C'est génial. I thought this is really interesting. So I started reading every magazine, every beauty copy, trying every product. I you know, we have bathroom in France that are like a special room. You know, the loo is a, is another room. You know, it's not in the bathroom. It's another room. Yes. So you can be alone in that room for a long time if you want. Mm. So I had all those things I was reading. I used to read every little pamphlet inside the product. I You're really studying. Fascinated, but I was studying the whole thing. And then I studied my face forever. And I was wearing. So when I was a debutant, because I was a debutant. You right? were a debutant? I was a debutant. So when I was debutant, I was the best made-up debutant. And they would do my pictures because I had all these crazy makeup. I remember I used to put two little diamonds right here. In the inner corners of your yeah, eyes? Yeah, real diamonds. Real diamonds? Well, no, of course oh, not. Okay. I don't, I don't know. You said you were a debutant. I thought maybe they were just lying around in that little room. <laughs> no, they were not. Trust okay. me. <laughs> I went to the place that sold makeup for uh, ballerinas, you know. Oh, okay. So I learned. I, I literally figured out the whole thing. And it was so much fun. I used to love it. And we're very artistic in our family. My, fa- my parents collected art, and I, I was raised in only art. So it's for me, it's a form of art. You know, it's yeah. so interesting. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? In Paris. Okay. And where you are, um, 
when you do makeup, you know, it's it's art, no question. And what I did was really art. There was another girl with me that did the same thing. It's really funny because she created then L'Oreal, the the one into the health into drugstore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she took she did that after. So we both ended up in the cosmetic business. It was really funny. Wait, wait, your friend started L'Oreal Paris. Yeah, not the whole shebang. Of no, but the drugstore billion, line. But that the drugstore line, exactly. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But you're no slouch yourself. I mean, <laughs> so, what, yeah, what was your first beauty? Yeah, how did you enter this world? How did you go from hanging out in the, the room outside the well, loo to... <laughs> is that the boudoir? Yeah, yeah. Is that what we're, the boudoir. Yeah, give, give me a better name. Uh, what, what is the name for that little room? Le petit quoi? Okay, but the room outside the loo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to attempt that in no. future podcasts. Anyway. How did you enter... How did you go from being, you know, an enthusiast to a professional in the beauty well, world? I think it happened by accident. I always remember my mother went to a, a person who did the sort of charts of your life, you know, like uh, an astrologer yeah, or yeah, a, an a astrologer, probably a psychic astrologer. And she said to my mother, "Your daughter will be very famous for something with a head. She'll be very successful with that." And I thought that was crazy. She wanted me to make hats. <laughs> I, mean, I was an eighteen-year-old snob. I wasn't going to make hats. You know? <laughs> I was going to be a prince. What are we talking about here? I wish I knew you when you were eighteen. That was really fun. That was really fun. Really so funny. I thought this is ridiculous. <laughs> and she was right. That's what I did. You know, it was so interesting. She was right on lots of things. She said, "She said I've got three children. I'm married." But how did you actually start working in the business? Okay, uh, when I came to New York, and I came to New York for a year, really, literally, and I was working in art at the center at that time. And um, so I had a bunch of friends that I grew up with in Europe that came in New York at the same time. Well, came, you know, like late 60s, early 70s, and very early 70s, like 70, 71. And um, one of those friends was Egon Furstenberg, who married Diane. So Diane, we said Diane at first, don't say Diane. Diane's very American. We're, we're talking DVF of yeah, Raptor Diane, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Diane was saying to me one night, I said, why don't we do something together? We got to have fun. Because I'm, like, I'm started, you know, I do things fast. So she was like, oh, let's do something together. I said, Diane, I don't like your dress. I really don't like your dress. That's not my thing, you know. You say you don't like your dress. You say no, you're, not, you're not into the wrap dress. No, I was never into the wrap dress. I can't picture you in a wrap dress. No, not at all. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> so I said, you know what I want to do? I think I want to do a cosmetic company. Ah, <gasps> she said, genius. Why don't we do that? Me too. So that's how we started. And what was the name of that company? It was called DVF. How long did that last? Last four years. We right. sold it um, just before the lawyer came to get me to, uh, to ask me to create a company for them. Okay, Lauder came to get you to create yeah. a company. Yeah. What company was that? Prescriptives. Of course. The way you said that was so funny. Everybody's favorite line, prescriptives. <laughs> So what what about prescriptives? Okay, how did this work? Back up, back yeah. up. Lauder came to you. They knew that you were you know, they, they one of the minds behind They knew that I was entrepreneur. They knew that I was entrepreneur. They okay. were looking for. They had. I mean, we have to remember this is nineteen seventy seven. Okay. And they, they were not as big as that time, right? So That's they had a clinic mm-hmm. and they had Lauder. I hate to tell you how many millions they did. It wasn't much at that time. So it wasn't a huge company. Mm-hmm. And they had you were very specialized. You know, it was just fun. I mean, you'd go there and they had these people could do packaging, people could do, you know, it was interesting. And they didn't have entrepreneurs. Mm. I mean, beside themselves and their mother, right. particularly, they didn't have entrepreneurs. So they thought, wow, this sounds really interesting. So that's how they hired me. 
And did you bring the idea for prescriptives, or did well, they say we want to do something like prescriptives? No, what no, no, can no, you no, 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 no. They, no, they didn't want that at all. Actually, they said we're interested in some. I mean, they, they obviously looked at me and said this person can do something different, and then they asked me to, what would I think, and what am I thinking to do, and and what would I create, you know? And so, and they were very nice, and they were really lovely. And um, I remember going to Italy with uh, the guy who was in charge of packaging and, and we were doing all these places. And I remember walking on the Via Monte Napoleone and saying, that's the color of the packaging. It was a wall. And it was clear that was a, that gray, you know, it was gray. And when I came back, we did a presentation to Estée, who I adored, by the way. She was so fabulous. And she, we had a whole presentation in beige and a whole presentation in gray. And everybody thought Mrs. Lotter going to like the beige, right? So she said, okay, wait a minute. She walked out the door, and she came back in and said, that one. And <laughs> pointed to the gray. Yeah, it was a gray. So thanks to her, well, I was able to the gray, which was much cooler. Wow. So at that time, there was no line for young women. You know, I was not even 30, and I thought, this is ridiculous. All these women have folk nails out to here, fake lashes. They <laughs> don't know how to sell makeup. They're saying that pink crap to everybody. And they're like, you know, <laughs> how do I wear it? Is it going to be wonderful? No, it was so wrong. So remember the generation, my generation and the American generation, are the girls who burn their bras, who were wearing no makeup. You know, that was yeah. a whole other thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but they were going to get a job. That's the thing. That was the, the hunger, is that they had to go get a job now. So they were going to be lawyers, and they were going to be, you know, whatever. They had to look decent. They had to go back. and So they needed good makeup. That was not natural. Not like disco makeup, not pink. No, they wanted to, and not like old lady English makeup, you know, which was really right. what was sold at the time. So they wanted something for them, and I totally got that. Mm -hmm. And on top of it, because I'm French, I was raised in a way where the, your makeup doesn't show. Yeah. You because shows your father gets you back into the room as they go wash your face. There's no way you're walking out the door like this. Mm -hmm. So you learn to really do your makeup in a very discreet way so that it cannot be told that you're wearing makeup. Yeah. I mean, if I wore makeup in a convent I went to school, wash your face. You know, there's no way you're gonna get away with it. So you learn that. You learn how to make it really subtle and really interesting. And not the Debian makeup with the false lashes and the whole thing, but the real makeup that you want to wear during the day, you know? Yeah, right, right. So I was really good at that. And I was really, I have an artist eye and a very, very trained eye. So I could really understand color like nobody else's business. I mean, Estee wrote in a book, some book on her life, whatever. Here was this woman that came and she knew everything there is to know about color. Yes. That's how she saw me always. Was it hard to explain this concept of... Yes, it you was. Know, no, yes, it I was. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about... Totally, totally. A red lipstick from... And, and I love prescriptives. I love the line. But, you know, you could take a red lipstick from prescriptives. How do you say this is a different lipstick than another Estee Lauder brand own well, lipstick? And maybe it's not. Maybe it's the philosophy. But okay, so do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, it's a tricky... I Sorry, you have to back up a little. <laughs> um, I first start with skincare. Okay, and because that was the mandate, mm -hmm. and so I did a skincare. I was very high tech, very very high tech, very new because there was no high tech in the skincare at the time at all. Mm -hmm. And I did some very very modern things. I'm basically a modern person, so I did some very modern looking at science, a lot of things, and t also bringing stuff that we know in Europe that they weren't using, uh, like you know, there's collagen, there's other stuff under the collagen. They weren't thinking about this thing at the time. And Joko Bernick, who was the head of research R&D at Lauder, 
a lot of the stuff he had not really looked at yet, you know. But then little by little he did, and then we created all these new products that were quite revolutionary. The only problem with it is I think they were in many ways irritant. And that always stayed in my brain, that these products were a bit irritant. Mm. So when I did my own, I was, went exactly the contrary. So at the same time, I thought, Leonard, I thought to Leonard, I said, Leonard, you know, I have a really good eye for color. I understand color very, very well. Let me do a makeup line. He said, no, no, I've got Estee Lauder, it's a makeup line. We don't right. have a skincare line, we have a makeup line. So don't, don't try to do the makeup, you know, I have it already. I said, why don't you just let me do it? He said, well, okay, if you do a concept that's different. So I racked my brain about it. And, you know, I thought everything. I went for the blonde hair, blue eyes, and all the classic things you can think of to do something specific. And until one day, and everybody knows that story worked in prescriptive because they've heard it a hundred times. I was in the bank. At that time, I used to go to the bank to visit your check. And in the queue at the bank, I saw these two women with one with black hair, one with blonde hair, both with red lipsticks, and I totally understood it wasn't a question about hair, it was a question about skin. Mm-hmm. It was how the skin was driving the way they could wear color. So I start this whole concept about what is your skin, what is really undertone of your skin. And that's how I developed this red, orange, yellow, orange, blue, red, and really understanding what the undertone, and the undertone really allows you to wear color. And that's how you can work out. So then, you know, I went from doing, I, I tried everybody in the building. I would have to come to my office to try to see their skin and see what they look like with color and understand it. And I did this whole analysis of color. And then I went to Japan a few years later and then I said, well, they're all yellow, obviously. I said, not so sure. And I brought with me custom blenders and we custom blended 100 women. And we looked at their skin and realized they also have undertone in Asia. They're right. not yeah. all yellow, you know. So Perspectives so, was the first, one of the first yeah. brands to talk about it undertone. The, it was the first one. Right. It was the first one. And um, yeah, yeah you, well, you then you went on to start your own line, Shantikai. Yes, yes. So what was the... The imp- thinking? Yeah. Okay, the thinking was exactly the contrary. It was. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, it was, it was. It was, I'd been sick at that time. I had Lyme disease really badly. Yeah. So I live... Oh, I know you love gardening. You're outdoors <laughs> all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. And also my dog tends to sleep in my bed, so... <laughs> okay. So I got Tip. Lyme. Don't let know? the dog yeah, sleep don't in like the that, bed. Yeah. So I got Lyme really badly. And I had for a long time before anybody knew what it was, so I got really sick with it. And um, I needed um, a lot of medicine, and I was allergic to all this. I mean, you you basically shoot yourself with antibiotic for a few days. I mean, a few months. It's it's a disaster. Yeah. So you get really really sick, and then you get really allergic. And so I thought there's no way I'm gonna. So I did a lot of alternative medicine, and I was paralyzed. So I did. Um, I did acupuncture. I did every alternative medicine you could think of. Yeah. So I studied this whole thing, and I was always interested in. Aromacology and fragrance, you know, natural things. I really want to understand, and I realized there's real power in it. Yeah. So when I did my line, I first of all I started with fragrance before doing the line. I did fragrance because I didn't want to take anybody's money. I want to do it all by myself, and I knew that it would cost about a million dollars to start a, a color line. Oh, and a fragrance line was less expensive. It would be less to expensive, start. much hmm. less expensive. So I is thought, that still the case? Well. Making the product is less expensive. Right. Selling is a whole other story. Yeah. And making the product is not expensive. I mean, it's, it's expensive, but it's, it's only a few products. It's right. not, it's not like, like 300, <laughs> you know. 50 shades of lipstick. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Okay. And 300 SKUs. You know, so, so I thought, okay, I'm going to do that. And 
Very soon after I um, started going around even rockets, we took them right away. And they, started, they all knew me. I, I also did a ton of press for Press Couture for years. I mean, one year I was the most quoted person in Glamour magazine. You know, I, mean, mm-hmm. I did so much press. I knew all the editors. Yeah. You know? So I knew all the retailers and all the editors. So in a way, it was very easy for me to start in that part. The money story was a different story. But right. That part so that's was why easy. you went with the fragrance. Yeah. The fragrance. And after years, there's no way we're going to make any money. I had three kids, you know, private school, university. I got some, I need some cash. You know, this is not going to work. <laughs> so I realized I wasn't. And um, I launched immediately in New York, London, and Hong Kong because I believe that the world is a small bowl. And yeah. if you, you have to do it everywhere or nowhere. And um, on the way back from Hong Kong, I stopped in Tokyo because I love working with the Japanese. And I always want to create products with the Japanese because I really like them. It was too expensive to do at the time when I was doing prescriptive. People were not too keen to spend that kind of money. So I looked at certain products, and I was thinking about things I really liked, and I have a lab I always want to work with, so I had this stuff in my pocket. I stopped all the way back at Newman Marcus to talk to them, saying, you know, I will not make any money with the fragrance. Yeah. And they said, Sylvie, what we need from you is a makeup line. What are you doing? Yeah. And I said, well, actually... I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about that. And you had your that. Japanese lab. And I'm showing that when I have my pockets, you know, when I run back on Japan. And they say, okay, we'll take it. We'll Before start. you had even developed it. We're doing 40 doors right away. Amazing. You had the order, and then you had to make the product. But they paid me in advance. Mm, Ooh, that's handy. Unheard of. Unheard of, right. And I've, I stayed very faithful with them. I stayed, it was with no more than that. Yeah, it was a handshake, really. It was nothing else. But I didn't sell anybody else for 10 years. Oh, okay. Because oh, wow. I thought these people trusted me. I mean, they allowed me to start, really, by doing this. I mean, you don't get a million-dollar check like this without, you know, some remembrance. Was there one particular buyer? That, yeah, she's gone today. It was the head of cosmetics. She was terrific. Mm. And, there was, you know, and they were terrific with me. Yeah. I mean, wonderful. Now, when I think of Shantikai, I think of a few different things. So mm-hmm. let me know if this yeah, is yeah. right. I think of beautiful, sustainably sourced ingredients. Yeah. I think of very techie ingredients, very, mm-hmm. you know, right. like cutting-edge science. Yeah. And I also think of your commitment to philanthropy, yeah. specifically the environment and um, animal the conservation. Animals, yeah. They're all in, in equal measure. Do I have that yeah, right? You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. So what happened, which was really the great luck of my life, honestly, and what makes me today live a very happy life, is that about maybe six or seven years into the business, I was concerned about the fact that in my garden, I didn't see any more monarch butterflies. There used to be a ton of monarch butterflies. And I saw very few, and I wondered why. So I started studying, and I realized why. It was not just the environment that was changing and, and the warming of the season that was earlier, so that when they got out of their little um, thing, whatever it's called in English, chrysalis, they didn't find the herb they need to eat. But it was also that... Milkweed. I happen to know it. I like I like gardening. Yes. Good. Yes. And it's also because in Mexico where the winter, the forest in which they gather, I don't know if you have seen the picture, it's extraordinary. You I have, have millions of you from your <laughs> products. Yeah. You have millions of butterflies on trees, extraordinary. Mm. And those trees were given by the Pionis Act by the government to people so they could fell down the tree, DTT the butterfly and kill them. So they could farm this land. Which is very sad. I mean, it's good for the entire land to, I understand the need to farm, but also it was so sad to destroy the butterflies. So I found these two women who had been doing this little charity, and they were two professors, two uh, scientists, 
And they had started this Monarch Butterfly Foundation. And um, oh yeah, so before that, I made an eyeshadow. And I made the most extraordinary eyeshadow because I, I found the newest technology, which was using three molds in a tiny light shadow and having the color go all the way through. So you had three complete colors mm -hmm. in the shape of a butterfly. It was exquisite. And we made different ones like this. Mm -hmm. It was a really hard thing to do, and it was completely nobody had ever done it. So it was interesting. So obviously, it was cute, it was attractive, it was different. Mm -hmm. It got photographed, it got talked about. That allowed me to start talking about the butterflies. Yeah. And I understood why it's interesting. So second thing around, what do I do next? And I thought, corals. Mm -hmm. I love to dive, and I see corals in trouble. Corals. So I did corals. So do you have um, different philanthrop philanthropic yes. groups now pitching yes. you to say, hey, well, you know, we want to be your next, like, for it, the Chantecai? Well, because you give a portion of proceeds yeah, of course, from these products, course, obviously, course. to so the foundation. So it doesn't really work that way. In a very odd way, it but works. But you're an interesting ambassador now. Like, I feel like if I were, had a, if I were working for a group, I would think, you know, yeah, no, Sylvie no. Chantecai is a way in. No, I know. People come to me now. Of course they do. But what I'm trying to say is it's not the way I do it. The way I do is different. Somehow, I think somebody upstairs tapped me on the shoulder and said, time to talk about this. Time to talk about that. Yeah. And somehow, I meet the people. I, I'm connected. It's so weird. Um, and it's always right at the time we talk about. It's really crazy. Yeah. I, I got to experience that firsthand. I don't even know if you know this, but... I went with the Shantakai family. They call they call me cousin Jen. Sylvie, you were the, sick. You I didn't was sick. Come. I couldn't. I organized the whole thing I and I couldn't come. I basically went, went on the their wolves. family vacation. So she yeah. preaches what she practices. The NRDC took exactly. their family to Yellowstone to see to, the wolves. To see the wolves and learn about uh, more humane ways. Exactly to live with the wolves. How so, do you live with the wolves? Yes. Okay. I loved it that just talking about this. Yes. I just got back from London. Okay, I was here last week, and we had this huge. Event, huge, 450 people, the hottest people in London showed up. It was amazing. On for the Lion Guardians. Yes. And when I gave this speech, it's exactly what I talk about is you can only have conservation if you understand how the local people can live with the animals. Yeah. Unless they see the benefit to themselves, the animals won't survive. Yeah. So this was about changing those two girls. It's an extraordinary job where they took young lion guard, lion guard killers from the Maasai tribe, which are trained to protect the, the tribe, the right. family, the Bomas, those village. And turned them from lion killers to lion guardians. Yeah. And they understood that these boys had no real future except the family because they don't know how to read or write. They're super mm -hmm. smooth. They're hot as hell. They're funny. They're clever. Mm -hmm. They know the bush like nobody else, but they can't work anywhere. Right. So they taught them Swahili, the lo local language of, uh, of uh, Kenya. They taught them how to read, write, operate the GPS. And they watch where the lions are. And they tell the villagers who are taking their cattle, don't go there, the lions there. Don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. And they protect, and they know you're, the lions. You're working with people on the ground. Yeah, so you're that's not what I love. Yeah, so I was I was with your two daughters, yeah. Alex <laughs> and, and Olivia. Olivia. Your son, Philippe, the yeah, photographer. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we learned from the ranchers how they were working yeah. with the wolves. But what I thought was so interesting was everybody in your family works for your company. Mm -hmm. So... This, like, is both your children and your son. Is that important to you? Is that on purpose? Did you ask them to be part of the company? Or okay. it started with, it started with Olivia, and she wanted to be part to work She's with me. She's your creative director, right? Yeah, so she was really with me a lot. You know, she was coming back from New York. She was modeling. She, wa she was coming back to New York, and she was hanging around with me, so she started with me. It was great. And then Alex was doing something very different. She was doing PR. She had offered a big job for Gucci, 
And a friend of mine said, Alex, you can work for Gucci and have that job, or you can work for your family and be really important. And so she understood and she came to work with us. Yeah. And then Philippe was much younger than they are. He came recently and he does all the photos and the videos. And, everything. and I travel with Philippe. As you say, also, my he mother looks goes like a model. I'm just going <laughs> to say it right here. <laughs> I say, when my mother <laughs> goes somewhere dangerous, I'm there. <laughs> So do you guys all travel together? We do a lot, these, um, yeah. I would say, like, missions? Yeah, we do. Which one has been, like, the most personal to you? Um, they're all personal, which is why it's so hard for me to leave them. Mm. I love the Sheldricks. I love the elephants. The elephants are the reason I fell in love with Africa. Uh, I read about Daphne Sheldrick in the National Geographic. Who's this, that? I'm sorry. Okay, this is a very extraordinary woman who's now 82, and she's the first woman to have been able to raise orphaned elephants. She has been raising orphan elephants she, for 40 years. She has returned over 200 elephants into the wild to wildlife. Yeah. Uh, she now they bring back their little ones when they have a new baby and bring them <laughs> to show. It's extraordinary. And she and her daughter and now the grandboys also, everybody works into it. And it's a huge thing, the Sheldrake. Uh, trust. It's with her husband, David Sheldrick, who died really young, who had started the first big park in uh, Kenya, yeah. in Savo, and she's continued this extraordinary work. So she has raised tons of orphan elephants. So yeah. It's so funny. You come alive when you're talking about the animals yeah. as much as when you're talking about cosmetics yeah. and skincare. Yeah. I wouldn't even talk about skincare yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, um, obviously, the cosmetics line is fueling all of this well, philanthropy. It's, you know, what's fantastic is that you find a way that your day job can work with your nightlife. You know, and that's my nightlife. Right. <laughs> you know, that's all. I mean, I love the animals so much. I always adored animals. And to be able to do something that's really useful. And what you, you learn is when you work with people in the field, like the Lion Guardians, like the Sheldricks, is that the money you give is extraordinarily important and extraordinarily well used. It doesn't go to somebody's desk in Washington. Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it goes straight right there. Right. It buys milk for the elephant. It buys, you know, salaries for the boys in the Maasai so that learn to become right. the guardians. It's amazing. It changed lives of people. And you don't need a whole lot. That's amazing. Let's talk about Shantikai for a moment. Tell me about the products. Like, what what exactly is exciting you right now? What, you know, we talked about... Sure. I'll tell you what's exciting you right now. Oh, okay. Uh, the anti-pollution line that we've just come out with. Uh, for what years, does that mean, anti-pollution? Okay, okay. I'm riddled with heavy metals. Really? Like, that not painful. normal. And when you do my blood test, you should do the heavy metal test. I have so much arsenic. I have cadmium. I have stuff way above the limits. Why? I'd like to know why. So what you learn is you learn, and then I spend time in China. And when I'm in China, I realize that there's so much pollution. It's insane. You can breathe, and the air is yellow. Do you so, wear a little mask when you go? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. That's I should. I don't. No. <laughs> but I don't. But I realize how bad it is. So I want to do something for many years for anti-pollution because I think this is ridiculous. And then you learn that also all of these elements that heavy metal or it's the pollutant, uh, the burning. I'm very into the burning of the forest also because that's a crazy in the yeah, world. Yeah, the carbon that's in the air. What we create in the air is insane. I was in um, Borneo in the spring with Philly to see the burning of the forest for the for the um, palm oil, which is totally disgusting. It's my worst nightmare. Yeah. And you can you cannot breathe. You cannot go in Jakarta. You cannot go in Kuala Lumpur. I hope it's you put on terrible. some anti-pollution skincare. So 
I want so. to create that. <laughs> and there was nothing that worked. That was so interesting. Five years ago, there was no ingredient. I mean, we had two or three good stem cells that could help with the body, but really to stop this pollution to enter in the body, because these pollutants have grease in them. So they're dermophiliac, because they're mm. grease. They yeah. penetrate through the body. So I want to see studies of what it did. So now we have studies. We can see how it kills the mitochondria. We can see how it These creates irritation. These are the irritation. Teeny, tiny yeah. little bits and yeah. particles of yeah. soot almost. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. three microns or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Because they're surrounded by grease. And an antioxidant would wouldn't get rid of that alone. No, no, they no, just stick to no. your face. They go in. Forget about in. sticking. They go in your hand okay. and your body. And your you know, skin is your largest organ. So you're getting it in. When yeah. I see women jogging behind a, a bus, I want to shoot them or tell them to go. <laughs> I mean, I They're doing it themselves. Them. It's fine. I mean, what are you doing? Are you, are you thinking for a minute? That's I mean, not very French, is it? Jogging behind <laughs> a bus. No, no it's not horrible. But I mean, I see these women, you know, doing stuff like that in New York or in Chicago or anywhere, and you wonder, what are they thinking, you know? So what's the ingredient that is sort of shielding your skin in, in your skincare? Make quite a few. We started doing this anti-pollution line that we're coming out with now. Yeah. And it was really, we had to study a lot of different ingredients to see if they worked or not. There are two very interesting ingredients right now. I mean, there are more than two. There are about 12 that we're using. But two were totally new and different. One is a new a stem cell of a plant that seemed to stop from penetrating, completely stop it from penetrating. It creates a shield. And then another one that's really interesting is star anise mm -hmm. that works on your on your pores yeah. and prevent it from getting in and and helps clean it also so it doesn't actually go in. Oh, I then I mean, we have a lot of really interesting things. So we have about 12 ingredients. There's a yeast from a cactus that married with uh, white uh, tea is an incredible protector. Yeah. So there, you know, there are all these new ingredients that didn't exist three or four years ago that you can now honestly put in the cream and say it stops. Was this inspired? I know you do a lot of sales in China. You just told us you were just doing a Weibo chat with your Chinese customers. So I don't. Is it I for those sell in China? Or? No, no. You, you don't, don't sell. Well, you can't. Okay, that's right. I don't sell in China because of the animal testing. And animal testing, so, which we've talked but about. But I have Chinese everywhere buying us. What do you think is next for Shantikai? I don't know. I don't know yet. Where's that little hand that comes down from the stars and tells you the future? Yeah. Well, it's told me to do something. It, it's told me to fight for the wild horses mm. because Trump wants to kill them all. Yeah. Out west. And it breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh, and actually out. in uh, Virginia, I think, Yeah, too. they want to kill them all. They want to go out and shoot them and kill them all. And they want to reopen the, the butchers. I mean, it's really monstrous. Okay. There's not a good news from that. Yet, you know, from any of that administration yet. How do you keep optimistic? Sometimes I feel very By not listening too much to what the politics is going on. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. you know, there are great people in this world. They are amazing people. I, I know a whole bunch of fantastic you people. You named a few of them. Yeah. The people you work yeah. with, the philanthropies. Yeah. And that makes me joyful. And that makes me happy. Yeah. And these people are amazing. And you can be together and really do good things. So don't bother with the rest. So that keeps, worry you, about. that keeps you optimistic. How do you stay beautiful? Let's talk products before <laughs> we let you go. You can't use every single product you've ever created. What are some of your favorites? No, I use them all, actually. Do you still have a little room like you did when you were younger? At the same time. I have, um, you know, I don't like? try everything at the same time, but I do try a lot. And I'm, I'm always working on the next one. Yeah. So I'm working on the next thing that we're launching in April, and I've been using it every night, and I love it. And Do uh, you use anything from other brands? No. 
No. What about your hair? Oh yeah, Sophie. yeah, Leonor Grell. Oh, okay. I'm obsessed with Leonor Grell. That, that'll make the cut. So the, that yeah. mask, that jazz. I love it. Yeah, I love Leonor Grell because in a way it's a little bit like us. I think it's mm. a little bit what more old fashioned. Well, it's a lot of uh, flowers and products, mm-hmm. and it's really gentle and it's well done and it's about quality, and the packaging is simple and straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's not chichi, but it's real. Not chichi. I like shishy, it. It's a little chichi. That mask is like. $60, I think. I think it might be more. I don't know. It's good stuff. And tell me, it's good what, stuff, what no? lipstick are you wearing? That color is like, probably looks good on everyone, doesn't it? Yes, I have no idea what it is. Oh, oh no. I, ah. I stumped her. What is your, for people who haven't experienced Shantikai, what, what is their entry-level product? What is, what's the product you would recommend to um, a Shantikai newbie? Harmonizing cream. The harmonizing cream? Yeah. I thought you were going to go for like a color cosmetic. Well, they can do that too. But what about the harmonizing cream was so fab? Harmonizing cream is a great cream. It's a, it's a, it's like that do everything for you cream, and it's not expensive. And it's a really good deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, very good cream. And you just pulled out a lipstick. What's that? Yes, so that's the one you want to know the name of, which of yes, course please. I can't see in here. <laughs> but I think it is, um, it is Calla Lily. Calla Lily. Oh yeah, every a lot of things have flower names, don't they? Oh, yeah, they all do. Yeah, all have flower. So that's Calla Lily. Oh, oh, it looks so rich in the tube. Yeah, on your, on your lips, it's a it looks very neutral. neutral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, give us give us your last thing. How do we be French and fabulous? We have the French people on. Yeah. We're like, what do we need to do? What are we doing wrong? Tell yeah. us before you go. Don't take yourself seriously. Oh, really? That's the French critique. That's the that's the secret. Don't take I yourself mean, seriously. The French, I think. I think I've got that nailed. <laughs> no, you look very French. <gasps> Oh, oh, dead. Mic drop. Thank you. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That was fun to be with you. Keep doing all of your wonderful work. It was a good deal. Yes. Yes. It's time to get raw. It's time to get raw real soon. Raise a wand. It's time to raise a wand. What are you what are you into this week? Well, I have to say that ever since you got back from Japan and then my fiance got back from Japan, I'm all about the Japanese lifestyle. Okay. There is I'm using these, like I told you, I've been working like a dog on my apartment with the packing and the unpacking and the, it's, it's nuts. At night, I put these Japanese cooling patches on my legs. They're so far. On your legs? On my legs, on my I feet. I thought you were about to say eyes, a leg no. patch. Yes, yeah, so Jeff brought me these for me, but like, I, you know, don't worry, I'm going through the whole cache of products you got me too. I mean, between the two of you, I'm, I don't need to use any American products for the next two years. These patches... I'm going to show you a little picture. Brand name? Um, Lion, but that's the only word written in English on the pack. Okay. But guys, you can buy them. I'm going to have the link. It's going to be awesome. It's about $19. What do Um, they do? They're like these kind of like hydrogel patches. Just picture like the goopy face mask, the sheet mask one, like the one that's like, you put them on your legs. I put them on the back of my thighs, the back of my calves. I even put them on the bottom of my feet, like if I'm not going to be walking around. Mm -hmm. And when I'm feeling lethargic, 
I feel like I have new legs. It's like putting icy hot on your legs, but in a more concentrated, less sloppy way. How big is the patch? I'm so glad you asked. About two <laughs> inches by like six inches. Okay. Do they care where you put them? I'm sure you can't put them like any place where you're super sensitive. Like I wouldn't put them on my eyes or anything. I feel like this might be nice in the middle of a flight too. Like oh, yeah, when you're totally. feeling like just draggy. Yeah. you know, Or if I- you've just lifted a bunch of boxes or a large armoire full of beauty products. <sighs> I couldn't lift that Lion, thing. lion, what are they called? Gel patches? I don't know what the other words are. All right. Well, we'll put I, it I up had and to then figure, I had to open them up to figure out what Japanese they were. Our Japanese speaking listeners will have to give us a translation yes. of what it actually is. What if we find out it's uh, like, <laughs> it's like an edible food and it's not even for your life. It's for pets. All right. I'm going to raise a wand to a nail polish. Oh, wow. As you know, Jess yells at me all the time. I have this gel habit. I can't Ugh. seem to get out of it, even though they barely stay on my fingers anymore because my, my nails are so porous now that the gel isn't working. Oh, that's great. So two Keep of, it up. So two of my gel nails came off, and I happened to Beauty Pie sent me their new nail polish, and the color matched the gel polish. So okay. I filled in the two missing nails with their regular nail polish, which is called Wonder Color Nail Polish. Girl... The regular nail polish lasted longer than the gel, which for me is like, by the way, for you, I don't know how long that will be, but the gel started peeling away like two days more. So I took off all the gels and I, and I asked for one more color of this. I got the Wonder Color Nail Polish in Black Cherry Bomb, which Ooh. is like the perfect oh, dark <gasps> plummy. It's like a vamp, but not as black. Yeah, Just great lovely. for this time of year. Um, painted my nails up. No base, no top, even though I do, do make a base and a top coat. I am on day five. Let me see. For me, look at that. Nice. It's glossy too. It's so glossy. Good brush. Didn't chip on the tips. That Marcia Kilgore, that woman knows how to make a product. Best of all, if you're part of Beauty Pie subscription, $2.37 for this nail polish. I I swear, the fact that I'm getting excited about nail polish should mean something to you people. Like this is a big deal. Like Like nail polish is all the same to me. This one is not. It's better. So go try it. Uh, Wonder Color it's called. Love that beauty path. Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really want to help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to fatmascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at Fat Mascara or email us at info at fatmascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.